Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Liberty Chickens and Tyranny Burgers, Monday Dinner with Bards. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it is Monday, October 10th in the year 2022, and I am back from four amazing days down at Glad Tidings Church, two days at the men's camp where I spoke through those two days, and then two days speaking at the church, which was awesome, with Pastor Dave down there. So it was really incredible. Patriots, before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep, and the best way to get a good night's sleep is with the best products on the market, from the man who now also speaks Jesus across this nation, who would have ever thought that a pillow guy who had been an addict has now become one of the biggest advocates for Jesus in our nation. In the meantime, we're going to get some pillows and some sheets and keep on cranking. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's your place for the best products for your bedroom. And let me tell you, after traveling all over the country, and constantly now, seems to me I'm going to be traveling quite a bit. It's going to be always between the my pillow bed setup versus the hotel bed setup, and I'll tell you, my pillow wins every time. So again, mypillow.com forward slash bards. Your promo code is bards. You'll find all sorts of great savings on pillows, sheets, mattresses, towels, slippers. You name it, they've got it. You can also call eight hundred nine seven five two nine three nine. 800-975-2939 to speak to a Patriot Pillow Counselor and they'll get you totally hooked up. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards promo code Bards. Well, Patriots, let me start with a story. Kind of kick it off because we're going to get into some regular the regular mashup of stupid that's going on in our nation. But I'm going to tell you a great story about chickens because I like chickens. Yuba City which is where Glad Tidings Church is. Yuba City has chickens, a lot of them, and they roam around the city. And it's the only place you're ever going to have to see, you're ever going to stay at a hotel. You don't need an alarm clock because the roosters let you know when the sun is up. And they're all over. So I knew there was probably a story behind this because, I mean, I'm saying that over, I'm not kidding. Like you drive through the parking lots of places and the chickens are walking through the parking lot and the roosters and the chickens are out there and they're all really healthy, healthy. And they're all letting you know. When I recorded one of the shows on the weekend, I was having roosters crow in the background. So they become kind of an institution in Yuba City. But there's a story behind it, as you might guess. So this morning before I left Yuba City, Pastor Dave and I had breakfast. And he says, what do you think about those Liberty chickens? And I said, okay, tell me about these because this has got to have a story. He goes, oh, yeah, they've got a story all right. So the way this goes is there was a guy that was raising 10,000 chickens on the edge of the city. And as we know, that always happens when you get 
this new generation or these liberal-minded fools that starts to take over city councils, they all want things pushed away. They don't. I don't want industry near me. I don't want food manufacturing near me. I just want my pristine little areas to go shop and fill my basket and pretend like the world goes around with a credit card. So they told the guy they wanted him to leave, and he says, he's an old-timer, and he says, hey, folks, he's like, I was here before you, and I just want to be left alone to raise my chickens. So they passed a bunch of measures to squeeze on him and to try to force him out of the city, and he just ignored them. And this is a good old boy. And he just kept ignoring them, and they kept telling him they didn't want him, and he kept reminding them that he was there before they were. So they finally passed their the big ordinance, which allows them to go into his property and confiscate his chickens, which is unbelievable to begin with, but anyway, and fine him a whole bunch of money. And they said, we're coming in on this date. <laughs> and they arrived in the morning, and they said, we're here to get your chickens. And he said, what chickens? They said, your chickens. He said, I don't have any chickens. They all escaped last night. He let 10,000 chickens go into the city. <laughs> And now the chickens are part of Yuba. Chickens have become part of Yuba City. I love this. That's that's absolute righteous defiance right there. I'm telling you. So, you know, when you're wondering sometimes what to do, it's like, yeah, just defy and, and totally defy. And that's it. And that's how we have to continue to win. Hey, before we go on, I want you to make sure you're keeping your skills sharp. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. So Yuba City, you're going to get to know Yuba City. Some of you will. And the reason is, is in the near future, and I haven't set the dates yet, but I've already talked to Pastor Dave about it, and I've also talked to Pastor Brad Cummings, and that is that we are going to be setting up what I call combat discipleship training, and we're going to be doing it out of Glad Tidings Church. They have a fantastic facility there, and we'll be doing seminars, like weekend seminars, and that's going to be coming up. So that'll be after the first of the year, likely, but be ready because it's going to be fun, and we're going to get it's going to be energized. And you'll get a chance to meet the chickens, which will be even better. It'll be cool. So that'll be good. That men's camp that we were at was fantastic because we also had a gun range part of it. And I'm going to tell you what an amazing men's camp. Truly incredible. And we'll talk more about that tonight. But I want to uh, have you listen to this. This is a guy that was giving a talk. And it ties back to Julian Assange, but it's important. The United States has undergone a corporate coup d'etat in slow motion. It is no longer a functioning democracy. The real centers of power in the corporate, military, and national security sectors were humiliated and embarrassed by WikiLeaks. Their war crimes 
lies, conspiracies to crush the democratic aspirations of the vulnerable and the poor, and rampant corruption here and around the globe were laid bare in troves of leaked documents. We cannot fight on behalf of Julian unless we are clear about who we are fighting against. It is far worse than a corrupt judiciary. The global billionaire class who have orchestrated a social inequality rivaled by pharaonic Egypt has internally seized all of the levers of power and made us the most spied upon, monitored, watched, and photographed population in human history. When the government watches you 24 hours a day, you cannot use the word liberty. This is the relationship between a master and a slave. Uh, I think that word would be liberty. Liberty, lots of it, I'm telling you. Patriots, we're in a really um, difficult time. We've got tyranny going everywhere. And there's no question we have tyranny. This administration has weaponized the FBI. I want you to listen to this about three minutes of Tucker Carlson's piece. Take a listen to this. Earlier this month, a longtime FBI agent and SWAT team veteran called Steve Friend came forward to blow the whistle on what he has seen happen to the FBI under Joe Biden. And what he said was shocking. According to Agent Friend, Biden's FBI routinely uses heavily armed SWAT teams to raid the homes of American citizens who dare to criticize the administration. Now, to be clear, these are people who pose no danger to anyone. These are people who haven't even been accused, much less convicted, of a violent crime. So the point is not to bring justice. The point is to terrify and intimidate Joe Biden's political opponents. Hard to believe that's happening, but it is. Last year, to name just one example, the FBI's counterterrorism division raided the home of a 69-year-old Red Cross volunteer called Joseph Bolanos. An anonymous snitch had claimed that Bolanos was at the Capitol on January 6th. Not that he did anything violent, but that he was there. It turns out that wasn't even true. It was a lie. But the feds moved forward and destroyed Bolanos' life anyway. They showed up with guns, they stole his electronic devices, and they refused to return them. The whole experience was so traumatic that Joseph Bolanos suffered two strokes. Well, on September 19th, the FBI suspended Agent Steve Friend for daring to reveal what was happening, these abuses. Now, it's illegal under federal law to punish whistleblowers, but the FBI did it anyway. And then, four days later, with Friend out of the way, on the morning of September 23rd, a team of nearly 30 FBI agents bristling with automatic weapons raided the home of yet another harmless man with no criminal record. That man's name was Mark Hauk. Hauk is 47. He's a leader in his local Catholic community. FBI agents pointed rifles at Hauk and his wife in front of their seven children. Once again, to be clear, Hauk is not a terrorist. He's never been accused of terrorism. He is instead a pro-lifer. Hauk founded an organization called the King's Men. It's a pro-life group that encourages men to be leaders in their communities. Now, to give you a sense of who Hauk is, we want to play this for you. Here he is describing the experience he had earlier this year, praying outside an abortion clinic with his son. A woman came out who had an abortion, and uh, we offered her some post-abortion healing. And, um, well, we just said, we'll pray for you. And as we were praying, um, the sorrowful mistress, I brought my son over. I said, come on, let's kneel down. We're, we're going to do this, and we're going to leave. She, she, she got into it. She, she started attacking us personally while we were praying the sorrowful mistress. I said, son, this is what the Lord's talking about. When he said, they, they hated me, they're going to hate you. 
They persecuted me. They're going to persecute. I whispered this to him as she was spewing all this vulgarity onto him and me. Mm. And, you know, I just told him, this is what it's going to take. This is what we have to do. This is part of the journey. So that's Mark Houck. Now, he's a religious man. Not everyone is a religious person. Not everyone agrees with Mark Houck. But there's no doubt that Mark Houck is a peaceful, is a nonviolent person. In October of last year, Houck was standing outside another abortion clinic in Pennsylvania. He was joined again by his 12-year-old son. That's when a man approached and began harassing the boy. So to defend his son, Houck pushed the extremist back. That was it. Local police looked into it. The district attorney's office looked into it. Nobody pressed charges against Mark Houck because it's not assault to protect your son from an extremist who's attacking him. But the Biden Justice Department decided to revise this view, and they charged Mark Houck with a federal crime, a felony, obstructing abortion access. There was no evidence that he had obstructed abortion access, but that's what they charged him with. Now, Houck learned about three months ago that the DOJ planned to charge him, and he offered to turn himself in voluntarily. That's what a civilized country allows. But that wasn't good enough for Merrick Garland's DOJ. They wanted to punish him and terrify his family, to send the right message to anyone who would dare get in the way of the Biden agenda. So the DOJ sent a team of federal agents with rifles to Houck's home. He now faces 11 years in prison for protecting his son. And that would be trust the plan. Is that right? Is that how that goes? Trust the plan, patriots. Trust the plan. This is... the garbage we're dealing with right now in a federal government that's gone completely off the rails and completely into tyranny. And it's one of these things that we have to start coming to grips with. You heard, if you listened to the piece last night on Fishers of Men, if you didn't listen to it, it's what we call the the dread champions of righteousness need to start standing up. The FBI is a, a tyrannical thug group. They're a mafia. Anybody that's in there anymore is a criminal. They're all criminals, and they all need to be punished and treated like criminals, but more appropriately, they're domestic terrorists. And they feel it's in their right to do whatever they need to do. Patriots, I've talked to you so much about the importance of meeting with your sheriff and making sure you have communications with your sheriff. And you have to get clear with your sheriff of where he stands in regards to this. I've heard some really good reports about sheriffs who have told FBI agents to leave their counties because the sheriff is the ultimate authority in the counties, but the FBI is relying on the fact that they can come in, bypass the sheriff, or the sheriff is weak, or the sheriff is complicit with them, whatever, and then just raid somebody's home. You have to hold your ground here. It's going to get ugly, and it could get ugly with a lot of people. They like to isolate. And the only way through this is when sheriff and people start coming together to stand up against the FBI and literally route them out of the counties. These are federal agents that have lost all respect for the Constitution. They have none. They are on a rampage to suppress freedom of speech and continue to crush the Constitution. These same federal agents think it's in their right that if you have a Declaration of Independence in your home, they will take a picture of it and put it in their evidence file. They've already done that a number of times. These are criminals. They are no different than the Redcoats or the Hessians that were in our country originally, and they need to be routed out of this nation. Every single one of these people in the end, no matter what the cost, 
needs to be imprisoned or hanged. It's that simple. That's, there's no in-between. This is tyranny and this is tre- treason because they took an oath to protect and defend and they are not doing that. There is nothing else to say. Make sure you get with your sheriff. It's absolutely important. And justice will prevail in this and the cost for treason to a nation is death for those that had an obligation to support the Constitution with some opportunities for some perhaps to reclaim themselves, then it's at least life in prison. So if you're an FBI agent and you're not doing the right thing, you can threaten all the Americans you want. You can come after whoever you want, but in the end of the day, justice will prevail. And we know that for a couple of reasons. There's a hell of a lot more Americans than there are of you. They're waking up. And they will demand justice, and justice will prevail. Your tyrannical tactics will not hold. And secondly, if you don't fear God, start. Because he's on the move, and he's on the move in a big way. And the God, God has brought the sword to the world, and it is happening now. And I'm telling you, every agent out there better be on his knees repenting, because this is not going to be an easy ride if you don't. Now that for us, it's it's the typical thing. We're we're on the bottom of the barrel, and there's we don't we do not. We absolutely do not have a seat at the table of this fight, and I've told you that, and it's becoming more evident, and should be very evident to you, that this fight right now is raging between the elites, and this fight that is raging is having to accept that there are losses and casualties and pain within the civilian population. It's important that you remain awake and alert at all times. And it's important that you stay focused and keep your, your eyes truly on Christ. This problem, as we face it, is getting more and more convoluted. It's going to look more complicated. It's going to look more chaotic it's going to even at times seem impossible to get through. But it's really pretty simple. And it's literally eyes on Jesus and trust in the walk that he puts you on. And no matter where you arrive and where you're put, it's the place where God needs you. And you have to trust in that. But you're going to have to also be strong and stand up to tyranny. Because tyranny's coming and it's creeping into all levels of our lives. We have an administration that's on a rampant attack against the American people, specifically about the people that are not in, uh, abiding to or abiding by their type of rule. Those on the left that remain there that are obedient, most of what they're doing and the reason they're doing these tactics is to fan the flames of anger and hatred on the side of the left that is staying obedient to them because they just get more in a frenzy. They're kind of like rabid dogs. So that's another quick story here. And this is a really tragic one. And that story was of a mother that protected her children from, they had two pit bulls in the house. And she had two children. And The dogs, for whatever reason, and I know, I mean, I'm going to give my opinion on whatever reason, but the dogs went crazy and started to attack and maul the two children. They were two pit bulls again. 
she tried to get in between the two children. Both children were killed. The mother was mauled badly. The dogs were euthanized. Look, I'm, I'm going to, this is going to be an unpopular opinion with someone. I really don't care. My personal opinion is there's not a pit bull in this country that shouldn't be euthanized. That strain of dog has too much of the fight and the they've been conditioned too much to be vicious pit fighting bulls, literally, for dog fights. And you, you probably wouldn't want me in the position of president because right about now I'd be signing an executive order in mandating that every pit bull in this nation be put down permanently forever. Be on the wear of these be on the wear of, of pit bulls. I don't trust that animal. I've had too many stories, especially when I worked in I had my construction company of the things that they would do. There was an electrician that I knew that was working on an electrical panel on a house and a pit bull crawled underneath from the neighbor's fence and totally tore up his arm. He was bleeding heavily. So he went, he got back to his truck, was able to bandage himself up enough and he took out a pipe and he went back in and that pit bull came back through the fence again and he just beat the hell out of that pit bull and left it a bloody pulp. Good for him. I have, if there is another neighbor in my area had a was walking a child and a pit bull pulled it out of the the house and ripped the face off the child so patriots if you are sympathetic to put pit bulls don't come to me because i'm just telling you straight up every one of those dogs needs to be euthanized period so anyway that's part of the world we live in now and we're, and part of the way i brings and i bring that up is that we have accountability to start holding to. We don't just get to do things and not have accountability. And unfortunately, things like this are the worst type of accountability. Because it is a, we're facing just that sort of thing. There's, I can't imagine the pain that those two parents that lost their two children are suffering and what that mother is going to have to endure. And that's part of where we are now. This is a place where more and more we're finding accountability crushing down upon us. And it's a reality that we have to face. So these times in which we live, we've lived too long as a nation way outside of accountability, being able to do whatever we want, living for ourselves. It's the, it is truly the religion of me. And we're going to get have to come back to a place where in, if we're going to live in true liberty, we're going to have to face the fact that each one of us is accountable. It's the only way that function works, and it's always been like that. In other news, the North Korean missiles that were tested over Japan were actually tactical nukes. So that's coming through the media, and I'm bringing that up because there's a lot of nuke fear porn going on right now, and they're fanning the flames of it pretty heavily because they want you mentally prepared or some false flag that they're going to do and they're going to call it a nuke. They're trying to, they're talking a lot about Poseidon. If you're not familiar with that, that is a Russian submarine or, or a torpedo that is on the Russian submarine called the Belarus. And that sub, that torpedo is as a shaped nu- nuclear charge It's designed to hit coastal underwater land landmarks, if you will whether it's a seashelf or whether it's a, an underwater 
rock formation. And the idea is, is as a shape charges, a nuclear charge, it will then cause a seismic activity that will create a massive tidal wave upwards of a quarter mile high. It will be filled with radioactive material and then crash into the coastlines of countries. There's a lot of chatter that it, apparently the Russians are targeting the coast of England for their involvement in, I would imagine, international banking, criminal, criminality, and all the things that they're doing in UK. You're hearing a lot of chatter about Russians attacking the United States. All of this is designed specifically to keep you in a state of agitation and fear. This is how you do a good PSYOP, and this is how you cover your tracks when you start doing false flags. You prep the ground well. So the whole issue right now, I think that the the threats themselves have some standing as far as, I mean, I think we're in a, a real game of brinksmanship right now. But what's missing is the reality of who's at war. Remember, the deep state runs the media network across the globe, and they're in almost every country. And you have a, this global faction of what we'll just loosely call white hats that have organized in cells that are fighting back. And they're trying to rid the, the world of the deep state tentacles that they have, like a spider's web that have moved through everything. So the constant issue, as we always know, which takes us even back to Kennedy, is they always point the finger at Russia. It's Russia, Russia, Russia. And Russia's not the guilty one here. You don't hear anything about China intentionally. In fact, today, the United Nations voted to overlook China's abuse and torture of the Uyghurs, which has been horrific. That's that class of people. Um, has been brutally treated in China, but the UN doesn't want to touch that one. So you're, you're seeing an escalation of events, and much of this nuclear fear porn that's going on is to cover other things that are happening under the, so that you're not paying attention. One of those is the collapse of the economy, which is happening, and they're losing control, and billionaires are losing control. So you're going to start seeing billionaires watch this happen because it's coming. Billionaires, and it's already starting actually, the billionaires are going to start jumping ship from the Democrats into the Republican Party. Talking about how they're tired of the, the corruption of the, of the Democrat Party. All of this is to try to save themselves from the persecution that's coming and the rage that's coming against the Democrat Party. But let's not re- forget that ultimately we're going to come right at the rhinos in the Republican Party as well. But that's happening. You have the collapse of the economy and all of the, most of these billionaires that are jumping ship from the Democrats are hand complicit in this corporate coup that we've had in, in raking the economy to pieces. And this is all the bankster and mob fraud that's been involved in that. So they don't want you looking there. We have the medical tyranny, which is continuing to unravel. Tom Renz launched a billion dollar lawsuit and that's a, Huge move on the board, so to speak. Todd Callender, who's an attorney down in Orange County, has discovered in a document that a NASA document that's being circulated in DOD and DOJ that they have redesignated humans that took the injection as Homo Borg Genesis. 
Homo Borgenesis. That's a new classification of humans. The name itself speaks to everything that that vax represents. So, and it also implies very heavily that anybody that took the shot is now a property of the corporations, which we know already can happen because of the case that was passed. And I want to say it was 1999. Scalia actually was the one that wrote the case on it and basically stated that if a human is, has, has been corrupted by mRNA, that they are now literally a genetically modified organism and that the human can be licensed as property of the corporation. These are real issues in play right now. All of these things, as they percolate up and people seek awareness, put everything at risk for the control of the mind and the willful obedience to their slave state that we've been living under. That in, so the only way to counter that is to use things like the FBI as a terrorist organization to put fear in people's lives. You have to rake up and ramp up the massive global fear, which is nuclear war. And not to say they wouldn't like to do it, but the one thing I'm pretty certain about is the Biden administration and the Congress, which they're all about the same. I think probably, I'm guessing now, we're probably 99% dirtbags in Congress and the whole Biden administration are dirtbags. And I, and I still am very suspicious of a lot of the people that's encircle President Trump because I think he gets bad counsel. But nonetheless, he definitely had bad counsel at a certain point. But the nuclear codes seem to be still in the hands of a very elite few that are buried somewhere deep in Cheyenne Mountain. So that war, that the war that they're trying to create is to escalate and try to push Russia or China to the brink of launching a nuclear strike, which would then provoke a necessary retaliation. So there needs to be ser- some serious prayers as you go along for the w- wisdom of the minds that do have an opportunity to change things to stay calm. But this elite that's running this thing, which are little more than just another Nazi faction, we're basically living under the Fourth Reich. Their whole principle right now is that they're trying to provoke a nuclear war so that we are all drawn into that because that's the only ultimate way they can cover their tracks. Remember, we've got four quadrillion, that's Q-A-D, quadrillion. I can't count that high, just telling you. I can hardly imagine that much money. Four quadrillion in derivative debt, which is debt that was made out of magic. It's just literally out of thin air. There's nothing backing it, and there's no asset backing to that whatsoever. That's been... the floating around here in the debt circles. They're printing money at a pace that we've never seen before. So the real question you have to ask is, if you can print as much money as you want, why are we still being taxed? That's a big question everyone should be asking. And in this whole process, as they start to, as they're spiraling the economy into the drain intentionally to try to rupture the economy so that they can destroy the middle class and then push everybody into this new CBDC and UBI combination, which is UBI being the universal basic income. But as they do that, and they continue to push all of that hard, then what we're witnessing at this point is an ability to try to cover all that so we don't see it. Remember, we're, we're still looking at a pretty significant die-off from the VAX. There's about 4,000 people a week, and I believe that was that number came from Renz's research, and it's we're losing about 4,000 people a week to 
unknown causes. We know very well what that is. People that are getting the vax are constantly getting sick now, and if they don't get a booster and get their immune system updated, at least that's what they're told, they're going to die. The real trap is that if you get the booster, you're getting more of this stuff in you, and we don't know what it's doing to you. There's bizarre effects of this vax. If you haven't seen some of these videos of people that are dying suddenly, but they're just like all of a sudden they start looking around in sheer terror and panic and trying to fight off something as they spin around and then just suddenly drop dead. I will tell you, my personal opinion is I I really think at this point in time we're dealing with something so dark and demonic that this vax is just drawing it in like a magnet. So, again, keep your prayer armor on and up at all times. And we need to be, we really need to be getting clear with people that have taken the vax. We need to be encouraging them to start getting on their knees and praying and truly repenting because this is about the only thing we know that can purify it. And that's the blood of Christ. So we are, we're dealing here right now with an unbelievable war on, the human, on humanity. Of course, we know there's this ongoing war that they're waging against children, which is unprecedented, corrupting their minds and trying to destroy their genetics in their body. And we have way too many parents that are complicit. And then if you haven't noticed or haven't seen, the whole idea now of what's going on in schools is there is truly racial hatred, and it's being endorsed. What has become a new common and new norm in schools is if you're white, expect to have two or three black people gang up on you and beat the hell out of you. That's becoming the new normal. And quite frankly, it's pretty pitiful because it's, it's, I'm not putting blame on students here. This is the manipulation of the state, and it's even darker than that. Because I'll tell you, the one thing that as I've studied it more and it's just shocking is how intense their blood rituals are. And they are taking, I've said this before, if you want to look at the difference between those in the Christian faith and those in the dark Luciferian faith, and this makes you uncomfortable, I'm not going to make any apologies for it. The fact of that matter is that those in the dark Luciferian faith are much more obedient and dedicated to their worship of their God than those in the Christian faith are. And frankly, and just to be blunt, it shows because they're still the ones that hold the reins of power in this world. So we have, we have a little bit of work to do, basically, right? And this nuclear threat is one of their latest little hand, hat tricks because if they can keep everybody focused on that, they, people won't pay attention to what's going on on the ground. As violence increases, food prices go up, gas prices go up, all of these things, they're literally keeping their eyes on the wrong place and then people pretty soon are broken and caught in the trap without being prepared. You pull off a false flag and then people go, oh no, it's all over. And at that point of all over, the state rolls in and says, yep, we've got the solution for you. Remember that old idea, create the problem, offer the solution. Because this is literally the game that they're playing. So, With all that said, I I also want to provide a different optic on what's going on here. And be very honest, this is really stuff that's come deeply from prayer, and I'm very comfortable sharing it. If you pay attention to a lot of the architecture that's going on right now, you're going to see really how God's hand is working. And it's working in a pretty amazing way. We have this one side, this Luciferian 
comedy horror show that we're watching where their main obsession are things like whether you're going to be a furry or a some sort of new gender or whether you're going to get a weenie snip or a snip and tuck or whatever you're going to get. They're concerned about what pronouns they use. They're, they're convinced that tomorrow the world's going to end because climate change is the result of too many bovine farts. And if you don't eat bugs, the world's all going to end because cattle somehow are the cause of global warming and whatever. And it's okay in their mind for the elites to fly around in their jets as long as they, the servants of them, are obedient and do everything they can, including living in a 300-square-foot carbon, low-carbon footprint box without a bathroom and without a kitchen and pay $800 a month. They're cool with that because they're saving the planet. They're retarded, let's be clear, and they're brain damaged. Okay, but and, and unfortunately, the brain damage is the state system and the retardation is willful because they don't want to see. And part of the reason for that is this whole movement is all obsessed with the worship of, of me, self, and the worship of the state. They've walked so far away from God, they don't even know what the idea of God is other than they think God is evil or bad or something. I don't know. And as you've heard me rant so many times, the churches have not of the churches of the modern era have not done any help in that way. What's left in the churches right now, following COVID, are we're starting to see the real sense of the revival of faith coming up in many different forms. But God did us all a service with COVID by shutting down so many of the false teachings of the churches and so many of the false churches, and that's a good thing. So if you look at how this is happening right now and it's, it's pretty masterful and it's truly God's hand. The things that are really affecting your life, like fuel, the cost of fuel, the cost of food, the cost of the basics within food, like milk, meat, eggs, produce, those costs are going up massively. And you're seeing the cost of energy to run your home go up. We're even seeing rents go up. All of this is happening, and it's squeezing everybody at the same place. Now, the interesting thing is that all of those that are walking in faith and building this fellowship are really finding their way through this, whether it's growing your own food, whether it's working together with neighbors to share and to build other ways of doing things. I'm running into this all the time. And we're adapting to a place of in preparation for shortage and scarcity in a way truly that God would lead us. And with that, we have truly God is leading us. But if you're on that other side of that fence where your concerns are whether you're going to be a boy today and a sis tomorrow or whatever they do, or a furry looking out of a dog bowl at the school with a, with a leash on your neck, that concern doesn't have a lot of value when your dog bowl has no food, when you have no food in the cabinet or cupboards, and you've had to choose between getting gas for your car or a leash to be walked around on, and you can't eat. See, this is the squeeze. And what happens here is those that are obedient to Satan's army because of the emotional and notional things are now having to face true lack of anything. And as they face lack of anything and they face starvation and they, or they face freezing in the winter 
or they face inability to get through their job because they have no fuel. These things are tangible and real in their life. And it's rupturing their obedience to this false idolatry that they're following, this idolatry of Satan-type worship. And with that, there's massive opportunity as they do that, and eyes start to peel off that, and they start to look elsewhere for a meaning. That's the opportunity to really interject and to become true combat disciples and bring Jesus into their heart. I am not kidding about any of this. I'm not even, you know, I'm not kidding, but I'm not exaggerating any of this. This is literally our opportunity right now to be on the offensive and start ripping apart the army of Satan and literally tearing it to shreds simply by presenting that love of Christ and what that brings into our life. So, yeah, someone said not figuratively. Absolutely not, not figuratively. I'm being straight up about it. So this is a really intense time, and it's something that every one of us is on the front lines, and you have to take it that seriously because this war is morphing a lot, and you're finding a lot of unexpected things cropping up. If you're looking easily across the web, you're going to find the testimonies of those on the left that their their temple is starting to fall apart as they scream and beller on, on their personal testimonies of emotional meltdown that usually show up on TikTok about how they can't afford fuel or they can't have to make a choice between food or fuel or whatever that is. So an intense fight. And in the midst of all of this, there is yet another level of nuclear option that's on the table and in play. And so from the military side, you have the nuclear war threat between nations. On the political side, we've now, we now understand that federal agents have enough evidence to arrest Hunter Biden. To arrest Hunter Biden is to now follow that path that leads all the way to whatever hand puppet version Biden is today and and his entire staff circle and backers because nobody is left unstained by the Hunter Biden scandal. So there's a lot of rumor floating around and I think President Trump has kind of alluded to this that that counter move may very well be the arrest of President Trump. As they go after Biden, the DOJ may seek to go after President Trump. I can't confirm that. I'm not going to tell you that in, in, as if it's a promise, but I would definitely be prepared for something like that because, again, what are they trying to do? They're trying to provoke a civil war. Anytime they can get a war, they can cover their tracks. This is where we need absolute resolve and patriots to hold the line, to be unified, and to really put enormous emphasis on being proactive in our faith and being present and loud and being seen and not standing, not bending to any of the threats that are coming from the federal government. We have a, we have a federal government that's gone completely rogue and it is a, it's a government that is now a tyranny and because it's a tyranny, it's one that we have to be constantly reminded of what our actual purposes in this nation because we have always been a nation given the right which is quite unbelievable if you think about it we've been given the the right and the duty to deal with this sort of government and few I think in the world in the history of the world ever have so I'm going to close this evening before prayer just with 
the reading of the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, which is so important for us to constantly be reminded of. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the government governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. It is our duty. And we begin that process at a local level. We have to make sure that school boards are cleaned. And that means get rid of every liberal and every progressive out of there and get back in with God-loving, God-fearing Christians that are running that board. Constitutional Christians, patriots, patriot Christians. Making sure your sheriff is in line as a constitutional sheriff, and if he's not, vote him out and get somebody else in. You have to get people in the city council that are doing the same things, and your mayor as well. And then part of that process is to go through and literally, once they get in power, start cleaning the staff, the hired people that are not elected, and making sure that they're in alignment with the Constitution. If they're not, get them fired and get them out of the system. That's the level of cleaning that has to happen on a local level while we work closely in our neighborhoods and our communities to get people to start coming together, and that rests a lot on us. I hear a lot of times as I've traveled around now, people saying they feel alone. God is doing this intentionally. It's not, it's not by accident. Each, he's spreading his people out. So I'm telling you, no matter where you are, this is where you need to be, and you need to be ready to start mobilizing if you aren't already, to start being prepared to bring people to that understanding of what's going on, but to reassure them, which only can be give them strength through faith. And that's really where our roles start to blossom in amazing ways. And we start to unify and we start to build bridges and we start to bring those in need closer and we start to walk that true path of the power that Christ gave us and blessed us with. So, Patriots, a lot of challenges ahead, and, and I'm just being very realistic. This fight's taking on basically three three levels. We had the first level, which we would really look at in terms of Obama, which was the beginning of a real awakening of the tyranny of this nation. Following that was President Trump, and it's really the Trump-Biden era. This may feel make you feel uncomfortable, but Biden's done more to bring people to Jesus than any dirtbag we've ever had in office, so it's one good thing for him. <laughs> but we've had... The, contra- the juxtaposition of President Trump and Biden. And in this fight, in this era, it's really us mobilizing into the local communities. And whatever war goes on between the elites and the outcome of that, 
our role ultimately is to reset this nation back to the way it was, and that's on the people, and with doing that to put God back on the throne above us and government subordinate to us. That's the key that we're working towards, and that's only going to happen by a very powerful and very grounded remnant that is going to be truly the dread champions of righteousness. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight very humbled and great grateful for all the time we have, the opportunity we have to share and to come together, to truly know that through these mediums that we have, the digital medium, we can bring so much fellowship across a massive extension of time and space. Father, in this time, there's a lot of challenges that face each one of us. And so we truly pray for the strength and the courage in the hearts of each and the many, that they can be un- they can feel that strength that you can provide and the resolve that we must have to stand up to this evil and this tyranny and to continue to dig in in our local communities, to root out the evil, to expose it, to bring it to light, and to mobilize the people in the community to stand together in such a way that we can unify truly under the banner of Christ and to lead as that group the others that will ultimately follow to reset our nation back to a constitutional republic county by county and to honestly and truly place you back on the throne in this nation with government subordinate to us and us subordinate to you. We ask for your blessings on this, Father, the guidance and the protection and all we need, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is an amazing time to be alive and one that's going to demand of us all more and more out of necessity. And so as there there are so many that are just kind of going back to sleep because things are kind of like, oh, it's back to normal. I can go shopping again. Stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. So Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny 
is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 